Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 48 of the Early Parenting Podcast. In today's episode, I had a bit of a special request from my lovely friend Lizzie. Shout out to you, Lizzie, who I actually worked with one-on-one during the isolation that was COVID-19. So prior to coronavirus, Lizzie and her daughter Nina weren't really in any sort of routine, which quite frankly worked quite well for them as they were out and about all the time and it was hard for her to follow more structure to the day. Then when isolation hit and Lizzie found herself stuck at home, she began to become more conscious of when naps and bedtimes should be. And that's when she got in touch with me. So the main area we worked on was establishing some routine and consistency to Nina's day, which in turn saw her naps improve tremendously and bedtime became a breeze instead of the battle that Lizzie had been having in lead up to this. And so soon Lizzie learned to love routine. Now, this is where the episode comes into play. Lizzie messaged me a while ago and said to me how much Nina was loving her routine, and she was too, of course, but she wanted to know how the heck life was going to look post-ISO when she wanted to get back out into the world of socializing and not being a slave to routine. So today's episode is all about how you can have routine and still have your life. Yes, you can have your cake and you can eat it too. Woohoo! So let's dive in. Welcome to the Early Parenting Podcast, where we help you navigate the somewhat tricky world of parenthood so you can love the crap out of being a mama. I'm your host, Jen Butler, and I'm an early parenting consultant and a mama of two busy, busy boys. Join me as I explore all things early parenting and deliver them to you in toddler-friendly, bite-sized lessons. Because let's be honest, your toddler is probably smothering pseudo-cream on the wall as we speak. I'll be dropping my hottest tips on baby and toddler sleep, feeding, boobs, behavior, and so much more. Are you ready to feel confident in motherhood? Let's dive in. This episode is brought to you by my very own flexible daily routines that I have on my website. So if you're struggling to find rhythm and consistency in your day and you want to start helping your baby and toddler get the sleep both day and night that they need, then these routines are an amazing place to start. So my routines are currently only $14 AUD. However, the price is going to be going up as of the 15th of June, 2020. So if you want to get your hands on my routines at the current price, then head to www.jenniferbutler.com com.au forward slash shop. Now on to the episode. So first of all, I wanted to start by talking about why routine is a wonderful thing. So the first perk of routine is that by having regular wake and bedtimes for your baby, their bodies actually learn to relax and anticipate sleep at those times. So our bodies, even adult bodies, we run on a natural circadian rhythm, which is dictated by the sun and the moon. As it gets dark, our bodies start to produce melatonin, which makes us feel sleepy. Likewise, in the morning, when light hits our eyes, it triggers the release of cortisol, which is the hormone that's involved in waking us up and keeping us going throughout the day. 
So when it comes to baby and toddler sleep, your baby and toddler's body will thrive when they have regular wake, nap, and bedtimes, which makes offering sleep so much easier for you. The other benefit of routine is that your baby and toddler gets the sleep they need across the day so they can get to bedtime having had enough day sleep and not going down overtired. I talk to my one-on-one clients a lot about this, how like nighttime sleep's your holy grail. That's the sleep you need to be protecting and then naps are the rests that help to get them to the holy grail of sleep without getting there overtired. So having a set early bedtime by four months. So when I say early, I'm talking like between seven to eight. That's a normal early bedtime for a baby from around the age of four months on. It's so crucial to have a bedtime of this time for their growing minds because this is when they get the largest chunk of their most restorative sleep, which is the non-REM levels three and four. So this is the only time of the night prior to midnight is when they get into this non-REM levels three and four. So it's kind of a big deal. And a well-rested child is a happy and thriving child. So prioritizing giving your babe the sleep they need is super important for them and for you guys because you want a happy baby, right? (laughs) Okay, so now I've covered why it's well worth your baby or toddler's while to have some routine and rhythm to their day. Let's talk about how you can have this routine while still having a social life. So tip number one. Divide your day in two and choose one half to be at home for and say the other half to be out. So let's say you have a mother's group in the morning. Knowing you have a busy morning and your baby's unlikely to have a long sleep while they're out, plan to be home for the afternoon so they can have a longer sleep in the afternoon. Obviously, you can swap this. If you have a busy afternoon, then you might choose to make sure you're home for that morning nap so they have a good sleep and then head out for the afternoon. So this works particularly well when your baby's having either two or three sleeps as you simply choose which naps you'll be home for, whether that's the morning or the afternoon. So once your toddler's on one sleep, it's a little bit different um, because you'll see this nap happen in the middle of the day. But on this point too, realistically what this means is you can have both your morning and your afternoon out if you like, but just prioritize to be home for that one day sleep in the middle of the day. So tip number two, if you know you're going to have a day where you need to be out all day, then just make sure that the next day is a catch-up day at home. So the weekend is the most common time for when you might be spending, say, two days out in a row socializing. And I know that they were always busy days. So what I would always try and do when the boys were really young, and actually, while I'm thinking of it now, because I have Mondays and Tuesdays at home with the boys as well is they tend to be home days where we they don't nap anymore, but we just prioritize having a bit of quiet time and just, you know, staying at home really and just chilling. So if you did the same thing, it would be about having a day at home either after a busy weekend or even just after one busy day where you spent the whole day out where you prioritize getting your baby and toddler to have the naps that they need. So tip number three, if you want to go out at night, then plan for an extra late nap. Now, to be honest, I used to call upon babysitters for our nighttime escapades, but this was just because when we were going out at night, it was because my husband and I just wanted a bit of kid-free time, and usually we were quite happy to just sort of go out without the kids. But obviously, if your baby or toddlers are coming along with you, then what my advice is when it comes to tackling nights is to plan for a later nap. 
So let's say usually your baby has to be awake around five if you want them in bed by, say, seven. You might actually be planning a nap at five or even later, depending on how late your night is going to be, so that when you are getting them to bed, they're not going to be so overtired. The whole point, as I mentioned before, about naps is to prevent your baby and toddler going down overtired because overtired babies and toddlers do not sleep well and it really seriously impacts their night and even can lead to early rising the next day and all sorts of things. So tip number four, plan for an early bedtime. So if you find your baby or toddler has had a day of dodgy naps, don't be afraid to pull bedtime forward. I hear so many parents worry that if they put their baby or toddler to bed too early, they'll wake up too early the next day. Now, here's the thing. A baby that's put down or a toddler that is put down too late is more likely to wake up early the next day than one that's put down earlier but is not put down overtired. Now, I hope that that makes sense. But what what it basically means is that an overtired baby it's a well-known chronic cause of early rising. So if you've got a baby that, or a toddler that keeps waking all the time before six o'clock, say every single day, then I would be looking at overtiredness as one of one of many, I will say, but it's a very common cause of early rising. So there you have it, guys. They're my top four tips on how you can balance having a routine while also living your best life. Now, I'm living proof that you can have your cake and 100% eat it too. My boys have always had routine and we've always still had a life. At the end of the day, it's just all about balance. And look, you do have to do a bit of give and take where, I mean, we can't always be going to events at night if it means that our babies and toddlers are always getting tired. But it's just about striking a balance and finding what works for your household and getting that balance so your baby and toddler get the sleep they need but you also get the social life you want. So I hope that's helped and I'll be catching you in the next episode. Bye for now. Thanks for listening to the episode, Mama. I hope you enjoyed it. If you did, make sure to share the episode with a friend, with your mother's group, or tag me at Jen Butler Early Parenting on Instagram. The more that know about this podcast, the more people I can help. If you're looking for support that is personalized for your babe and tailored to your family's needs, then make sure to head on over to my website, www.jenniferbutler.com.au and check out how we can work together so you can move through motherhood with confidence. Catch you in the next episode, mama.